We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What do you make of the criticism the president is getting that he's too old to have a second term? I was in L.A., met with Norman Lear, who's 100, going on 101, Frank Gehry, a 90-something architect. They were like 80. He's a kid. But it's a kid. It is. It's relative. He's, he's younger than I am, so I, he's a kid to me as well, the president is. Ah, uh, yes, and then Methuselah came on the scene and uh, said, Are you kidding me? He's uh, wet behind the ears, babies. Let's... Uh, Let's ask Norman Lear what he thinks. God bless him. Where was Mel Brooks? I'd ask Mel Brooks. His, uh, how old is Mel Brooks? He turned 99. Is that what he... Uh, he's funnier than Norman Lear. Of course, you know, my mother was funnier than Norman Lear. <laughs> well, happy Wednesday to you. Hump day in the Clinton household. Hillary Clinton once again waking up face down in a pool of her own dried vomit on the linoleum kitchen floor, their Chappaqua Mansion. You think she's at the Chappaqua Mansion today, uh, Michael, or maybe at the Embassy Row Mansion in Washington, D.C.? It's hard to say. How much of uh, their money came from? You know, the Russians. The Russians gave them very, very generous uh, stuff, didn't they? Yes, they did. Well, uh, happy, happy Wednesday to you. Happy hump day. Happy middle of the week. And uh, here in Washington, D.C., my best girl and I, we woke up uh, happy and smiling to a thunderstorm out our window. Thunder and lightning. Oh, yeah. It's uh, frightening. And and it was uh, it was great. We love a good uh, thunderstorm. And we had a good one this morning. Uh, it's not why I woke up at 4.15. I woke up at 4.15. And then, you know, hey, there's a thunder and lightning. I'll sleep through a thunder and lightning storm, you know, unless my bed is actually struck by lightning. Otherwise, I'll... Sleep right through, no problem. You can drive fire trucks through my bedroom. I won't wake up. I'm, uh, you know, pretty good at that, that sleeping part. But uh, great thunder and lightning, and I think it has to do with climate change. I saw in the paper today that because every time there's lightning now, it's a political issue. It's a political issue. You know, the Democrats. Yesterday, I was reading to you from the New York Times. The New York Times. Paul Krugman, a Nobel laureate in uh, economics because he wrote a lot of anti-George W. Bush pieces for the New York Times, so they gave him the, <laughs> the Nobel Prize for economics. That's basically what happened there. It's pretty amazing. But yesterday, he's, uh, it, we should politicize the weather. He said, well, too late. You already have, you know, <laughs> everything. Everything is uh, political. Children are political. Kindergarten is uh, political. Gender is political. Sexuality is political. The weather is political. Everything is political. And then, you know, in addition to that, we have politics going on in the United States. We got taxes and and uh, war and peace. Joe Biden, war. Donald Trump, peace. See how that uh, works. Uh, Democrats, war, civil war. Democrats, World War One. Democrat, World War Two. Democrat, Korean War. Democrat, Vietnam War. Democrat, war in Ukraine. Russia, tax Ukraine, major land war in Europe. 
Uh, the former Yugoslavia, Bill Clinton, uh, war, war, war. You know the Democrats. They're uh, they're not very good at anything, are they? Well, they're good at division. Oh, speaking of which, we got a lot of that. See the Jason Aldean story. He's a country guy. My, my best girl and I went and saw Jason Aldean one time, and it was fun because the crowd he's great and the crowd is great. Crowd is great when you go to a Jason Aldean concert. And Jason Aldean wrote a, a song that I think is an important song, and it's social commentary. Remember when uh, uh, songs might be social commentary but not be involved in, you know, uh, child molestation in favor of, you know, as the Democrats are these days. Uh, but Jason Aldean, a fun song, a good song about um, uh, the, the uh, violence in our cities and the Democrats ruining our cities and, and of course, uh, the Democrats and how this wouldn't happen in a small town. You know, try that in a small town is the name of uh, name of the song. And he uses uh, in the video because uh, all songs have to have videos. The uh, he uses a lot of video of Democrats burning our cities and rioting and looting and attacking the police and attacking courthouses. Every every act an insurrection, by the way. But uh, never mind that. And Jason Aldean's song, Try That in a Small Town, is naturally being attacked because it might be construed as being critical of Democrat Party riots and Democrat Party leadership being pro-crime and pro-carjacker and pro-illegal gunmen. And even though they say they're, you know, anti, but they're the party of illegal guns, too. It's, uh, you know, the problem is not our guns. It's their sons. It's not our guns. It's their sons. Stop raising murderers. How about that? Can we just put in a little, I want to put in an official request. Is there a, a drop box somewhere that I could go to in the middle of the night with uh, surgical gloves on to drop my suggestion in the suggestion box? Stop raising murderers, all right? How about that? Stop raising your sons to grow up and shoot people all over the place. Is that too much to ask? Apparently it is too much to ask. But I'm, I'm going to put the official request in anyway. And Jason Aldean with his uh, Try That in a Small Town. Uh, and naturally, he's being attacked. Guess what they're calling him? What do you think they're calling him? They're calling him, they're calling him a racist, right? Then they're aborting 40% of the black population and incarcerating another 40% because of Joe Biden's uh, law, but never mind that. So Jason Aldean catches heat for racist, comma, pro-gun lyrics. The radical left-wing Daily Beast headline, quote, a modern lynching song. First of all, the Democrat Party lynched everybody, all right? Stop lynching people. Stop shooting people. Uh, just, uh, Jay, can I, I'm going to put that in the suggestion box in the middle of the night with surgical gloves on, too. Wherever, where is that suggestion box? <laughs> Outside a library? I want to go, I want to drive from suggestion box to suggestion box. And I'm going to drop the same suggestions in over again. Yeah, Jason Aldean denies releasing pro-lynching song amid backlash. Couldn't be more ridiculous, just more. Oh, speaking of the anti-Semite lynching, shoot people, racist Democrat party, um, the, uh, the uh, president of Israel is in, uh, prime minister is Benjamin Netanyahu, but the, uh, Herzog is the president. He's here. He visited Joe Biden yesterday, and Joe Biden is very severely mentally impaired he almost fell asleep reading from his cue card while he was sitting in the Oval Office with uh, the president of Israel, uh, Herzog, and uh, it's uh, quite amazing. Have you noticed when you look at Joe Biden in the Oval Office, he sits there and he's got a bust of Bobby Kennedy behind him, just the head of Bobby Kennedy. He was shot in the head. 
uh, Bobby Vi, you know, Sirhan Sirhan, who the Democrats want to let out of prison. And then uh, across the, the table, there's a bust uh, just ahead of Martin Luther King, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who was shot in the head by a Democrat Party campaign volunteer named James Earl Ray. That's usually left out of his resume. I like to reincorporate that because it's true. And so he's got a bust of Bobby Kennedy over this shoulder, and then he got a bust of Martin Luther King over this shoulder. And then when the camera pans up a little, there's a portrait of Abraham Lincoln up there. I'm like, how many shot-in-the-head guys are you going to have in one room? I mean, honestly, everywhere you look, you got another assassinated guy. Um, and, of course, Abraham Lincoln shot by, by a Democrat, right, uh, and uh, shot in the head and killed at Ford Theater in Washington, D.C., where I've been many times for shows and Christmas things and stuff. I've been in the booth where, uh, uh, where, where John Wilkes Booth shot uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president, and he was shot and murdered by a Democrat who was an actor. And Martin Luther King shot and killed by a Democrat who was a George Wallace presidential campaign volunteer, right? And then uh, Sirhan Sirhan, who was uh, shot Bobby Kennedy in the head, and he was anti-Israel, right? He was a, uh, a Christian Arab, and he uh, shot Bobby Kennedy because Bobby Kennedy was too pro-Israel. Where the Democrat Party doesn't have that problem anymore, does it? <laughs> you know, no, Sirhan Sirhan could safely be released. He's not going to shoot any, any Democrats because they're not, they're not pro-Israel anymore. But that's, uh, so the, uh, the Israeli president is going to address Congress today, a joint session of Congress, and a whole bunch of Democrats are boycotting. And then you got these crazy people, these Democrats, that are complaining that they're the real victims here. They lash out at Israel and call everybody in Israel racist, and it's a racist state and all that stuff. And then when you call them on it, then they play the victim. It's uh, pretty amazing stuff. They're like, oh, you notice that only people of color are being singled out uh, for criticism? just because we're anti-Semites and uh, genocidal uh, anti-Semites and, uh, you know, anti-Israel. And it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. They, uh, they, uh, they play the victim. Pramila Jayapal says it's not right to call out progressives. They're the ones who are yelling the anti-Semitic stuff about racists, right? It's not right to call out progressives, comma, but then not recognize that most of us that get called out are women, comma, black, capitalized, comma, brown, not capitalized, immigrant. You cannot, you just cannot skip over that. Well, uh, I'm guessing that the anti-Semitic racists are black women immigrants and, uh, and, and brown, because she put brown in there too. That's, see, you're being called out because of your anti-Semitism it has nothing to do with your genitalia. They're so obsessed with their genitalia, aren't they? And then they lose sight. What is a woman? They, I don't know. What am I, a biologist or something? Uh, the Democrat Party is, is uh, really challenged at this point in time. So uh, Pramila Jayapal, who, uh, you know, she's one of the squad and one of the uh, anti-Israel uh, death squad, you know? It's, it's amazing. And they're pro-Palestinian. The Palestinian people that they're pro- Although I'm pro-Palestinian, too, as long as you don't want to shoot anybody or blow anybody up. That's why the Democrats like them, because they, they kill a lot of people, you know, uh, randomly in cities and things. And they raise their kids to go and blow themselves up in marketplaces and things like that, which should be frowned upon. I remember when that was frowned upon, even by the Democrat Party. But now 
if you call them out for their anti-Semitism, they say that, you know, that most of us that get called out are women, black, brown, immigrant. You cannot skip over that. You just cannot skip over that. All right, let's not skip over it. Was it a coincidence then that you guys are all the anti-Semites? What's up with that? Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, is she, she pretends to be brown, right? She's, and really that makes all the difference in the world to them. They're such racists. Everything must be viewed through the first and foremost through the prism of race, except when it comes to Jews. You know, then throw the Jew down the well so our country can be free. That's a, it's a song that the Democrats sing at the, when they gather on Capitol Hill. <laughs> the, the progressive, they call themselves progressives. Yeah. Woodrow Wilson was a progressive Democrat president, presided over our entry into World War I. Uh, and he racially segregated the military, which had been desegregated. He racially segregated the government. He was a racist. He supported the KKK. He uh, showed that uh, Birth of a Nation movie in the White House. It was the first motion picture ever shown in the White House. He was a progressive Democrat, too. Now, what is it? And, and honestly, hey, if you're a progressive Democrat and an anti-Semite, I'm wondering why. Call in and explain. We're at 888-630-9625. I'm ringing the dinner bell. Ding, ding, ding. Clang, clang, clang. Went the trolley for your progressive Democrat anti-Semites. Call in and explain. Because, oh, you know, the, oh, the, uh, the Palestinians deserve a homeland. Well, you know, Palestinian is not an ethnic group. They're, they're Arabs. They, uh, you know, their cousins are in Jordan and Syria and Egypt and, and Lebanon. And, uh, you know, but they chose to live in Israel um, for the most part. The, uh, the freest country in the region where everybody's free to, uh, you know, and I've got audio on that today. You can go to the LGBTQ plus parade in Israel. It's the biggest in the region. But the Democrats are uh, singularly focused on being anti-Israel. Isn't that amazing? Yes, sir. All right, so we got a lot uh, going on. We got uh, <laughs> the New York Times with an update on uh, covid on COVID deaths. Got an update on COVID deaths uh, for you today. From the New York Times, you've heard of them. Uh, in uh, Illinois, the, uh, the court has cleared the way for the state to become the first cash bail, no cash bail state, no cash bail in Illinois. I have family in Illinois. They're loading up the truck and they're moving to Beverly because they're trying to make every place less safe. They're pro-crime and pro-criminal. Pretty amazing. And uh, one of Joe Biden's transgender cabinet-level people, Rachel Levine, sub-cabinet, uh, what if you're going through the wrong puberty? I, uh, you know, you guys you guys need help. Uh, I'm, I'm here to, uh, to offer help. Uh, Jason Aldean, we've got Joe Biden. The whistleblower is testifying on Capitol Hill today. Turns out the key whistleblower, whistleblower X, this is going to, it's going to blow up their whole thing. Uh, have you heard about Whistleblower X? I've got uh, um, details on him coming up. 888-630-9625. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, 
We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Yeah, Ted Cruz uh, being attacked by Newsweek magazine because he said something that they took umbrage with. Um, The reason they took umbrage is because it's true and they don't like things that are true. They're a Newsweek uh, magazine. So let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to John calling from Sykesville, Maryland. John, John, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, it's been a while since I called. Last time I called, you uh, you gave me the trophy of 1976 recipient of the uh, luckiest boy in American Club. But what I wanted to point out was. That that room that Joe Biden's sitting in with the head of JFK and Martin Luther King. RFK, RFK and Martin Luther King. I'm sorry, RFK, I'm sorry. Has a different meaning for Republicans versus Democrats. The Democrats, it's a trophy room. It's an African trophy room. For us, it's the people who died for their beliefs in this country. <laughs> wow, that is... You know, uh, that fight is, for what's right. I got to tell you. trophy room. <laughs> you know, honestly, Abraham Lincoln, first Republican president ever, murdered by a Democrat who was pro-slavery because he was a Democrat. Uh, and he was an actor, just in case there was any doubt that he was a Democrat, but he was an active Democrat uh, and uh, John Wilkes Booth. And then, uh, of course, Martin Luther King. And this always gets left out of the James Earl Ray uh, biography. He had been, uh, just weeks before he murdered uh, Martin Luther King, he had been working for the presidential campaign of Democrat presidential candidate George Wallace, who was in fact a racist and a Democrat. And, uh, you know, that, and that perfectly normal, of course. And then, and then, you know, Bobby Kennedy killed, and I, I've got stories about all this stuff too. Um, Bobby Kennedy killed by Sirhan Sirhan because he was anti-Israel and felt Bobby Kennedy was too pro-Israel. But now, John, you know, the Democrat Party boycotting the uh, Israeli president speaking to Congress today, a whole bunch of Democrat leftists, the lefties, and um, and they're the ones coming out and, and uh, blaring their anti-Israel stuff. And I've got a great uh, a rabbi. I've got a rabbi I want to share with you today. John, good to hear your voice. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there are. Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. Octane action in the dust, a new film puts. Our staff of correspondents provide a fast paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. Now, today in Washington, set your DVRs because it's all a television show. Every bit of it is a television show. The whole political system is just, and what's really bad is it's a cable television show, not even a network television show. 
But they've got the whistleblowers testifying on uh, Capitol Hill today. And uh, you'd think that this would be a big deal. But the media, they're attacking uh, the whistleblowers. And they're attacked because they're the Democrat Party. The media is the Democrat Party on TV. The media is the Democrat Party in print. Uh, the media is the Democrat Party, with uh, the obvious and glaring exceptions. Myself, Newsmax, occasionally Fox News, and uh, and so on. But the uh, the whistleblower X to reveal identity. And now, listen to this. Hunter Biden investigation, colon. This is uh, Ashley Oliver at the Washington Examiner. Uh, Ashley covers the Justice Department over there. Hunter Biden investigation, colon, IRS whistleblower X. He's got whistleblower X. You know, you got Mr. X and Mrs. X. We got whistleblower X here. To reveal identity at oversight hearing. Got an oversight hearing, going to reveal identity. Coming out, as it were. An anonymous IRS criminal investigator will testify before the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday, that's today, revealing his identity, the news media can't uh, they? You know they want to say uh, they or them or something, revealing his identity for the first time after alleging the politicization of the Hunter Biden investigation. Committee Chairman James Comer, the Kentucky Republican, said both the unnamed IRS agent, whom he called Whistleblower X, and veteran IRS Supervisory Special Agent Gary Shapley, will appear for the public hearing. We now have a recently retired FBI uh, senior supervisory special agent that has come forward to Congress to confirm what uh, he had heard was being reported by the IRS agents as well. And um, Representative Russell Fry, Republican from Florida, said it takes a brave person to step forward and challenge the status quo. I'm looking forward to Mr. X's testimony and the sunlight he will provide for the American people. The unnamed agent and Shapley both testified to Congress Ways and Means Committee in May, uh, that and uh, behind closed doors uh, and not in public, in May that U.S. Attorney David Weiss of Delaware, uh, who was twice appointed by Obama as acting and then interim U.S. Attorney for Delaware before having... Um, himself pushed on President Trump by the two Democrat senators in Delaware. President Trump acceded to their requests and and made Weiss the U.S. attorney there. And now the media says he's a Trump appointee, as though that uh, tells you everything you need to know. But it's a, it's a half-truth and therefore a lie because it's intended to deceive. And that's what our media really specializes in. So they so testified that uh, David Weiss of Delaware had been blocked from charging President Biden's son in a criminal tax investigation in two separate jurisdictions, California and Washington, D.C. Now, Weiss has said, oh, no, that's not true. I can charge him in Washington, D.C. And then the question becomes, well, why haven't you? You know, that might become the question. They also said Weiss had said in a meeting last year that he was not the deciding official on whether charges are filed in the case. Well, if you're not, then who is? I guess uh, Joe Biden's attorney general who thinks he should be on the Supreme Court because they're very presumptuous. So the pair of agents had both worked for years in coordination with the Department of Justice, so-called, 
on the case before they and the rest of their team were cut from the investigation in May of 2023. So their release from the inquiry came after they had brought concerns about the investigation to Congress, which their attorneys and congressional Republicans claim amounts to unlawful whistleblower retaliation because there are whistleblower protections and all that stuff, you know. So they're going to testify today. Now, here's the story that made me laugh when I was uh, doing my homework this morning, long before the sun came up. Newsweek magazine on July 5th of 2023, so two weeks ago, uh, I think two weeks ago today, uh, 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 July 5th, and uh, that's the day after the 4th of July, which Democrats don't celebrate unless they go out and burn an American flag, something like that. But uh, here's the headline. Ted Cruz trusts Hunter Biden whistleblower, talking about whistleblower X now. Listen to this. Ted Cruz trusts Hunter Biden's whistleblower because he's a, quote, gay Democrat, end quote. And uh, Nick Marwandek at Newsweek magazine um, wrote the story on behalf of his party, the Democrat Party. Republican Senator Ted Cruz, now it turns out that uh, whistleblower X is, he self-describes as a Democrat. Uh, He says that he is a gay man, and as evidence, he uh, points out that he's married to a man. Say, just in case there's any question, because that's one of your indicators, one of your main indicators right there. And Newsweek magazine wrote two weeks ago today, and and listen how not true it is, how, how how untrue what they're writing is. Republican Senator Ted Cruz said he has no reason not to believe Internal Revenue Service whistleblower regarding their testimony, it should say his testimony, uh, about the Biden family, including one career government employee who is a, quote, gay Democrat married to a man, end quote. All right, so they say that they're quoting Ted Cruz using these words in sequence, gay Democrat married to a man, end quote. And then they're implying, they're extrapolating, that that's the reason Ted Cruz says that he trusts him and his testimony, when that's not what he said at all. He's merely pointing out to the media that now the media has to trust him because he's a Democrat, and they trust only Democrats. And and the fact that he's gay, and uh, as evidence married to a man, that means that they have to trust him. Otherwise, they're homophobic, you see, because these are the rules that the Democrats have laid down. So... Uh, President Joe Biden and his son Hunter have been investigated by GOP-led House committees since Republicans took over the House majority based on alleged criminalities associated with, uh, and I love this, alleged criminalities, associated with Hunter Biden's former position on the board of Ukraine gas company Burisma, as well as purported contacts with foreign entities regarding financial dealings. See how they leave out Romania and China and Russia. Just leave all that stuff out um, because he wouldn't want to put that in there. He's not a news reporter. He's one of the girls from the steno pool down at DNC HQ. Cruz's entire Monday episode, his entire Monday episode, was about the IRS employee's testimony and how U.S. Attorney, Attorney General Merrick Garland would be impeached, quote, if what they're saying is true, end quote. Now, look how how he polarizes the fake reporter. It's an anti-Ted Cruz piece. Now, the fact that he said he's a gay Democrat married to a man because he's trying to explain to the news media, 
look, I trust him. You should trust him. He's a Democrat. And, you know, you, you, you're going to have to discriminate against him uh, if you don't believe everything he says because he's gay. All right. And that's these are the rules that the Democrats have laid down. But when you use their rules against them, then they they have a hissy fit and their panties get into a wedge and they and they'll scratch your eyes out. And so uh, Darren Miller, communications director for Senator Ted Cruz, referred Newsweek to one of his tweets, which reads what Ted Cruz said is that we have statements of Garland slash Weiss versus two whistleblowers. There is no reason to think the whistleblowers are lying. Gary Shapley, that's the uh, end of the... And uh, Newsweek magazine is just another propaganda arm of the left, um, and they want to harvest the organs of your transgender children, for the most part. Gary Shapley, one of the whistleblowers, the one who we already know about, um, who Cruz is not referencing, oh, thanks for that clarification, told the House Ways and Means Committee in May on May 26th in a deposition that he had evidence that the Department of Justice provided preferential treatment, slow-walked the investigation, did nothing to avoid obvious conflicts of interests in this investigation. That's what the whistleblower said, and he's on the record, uh, Shapley, and he's a career Washington IRS investigator and bureaucrat, and there's no reason to question what he's saying. But the, but what they do, they're attacking the whistleblowers, the Democrats and the media. But I repeat myself, right? Uh, because they don't want to hear it. So the normal response for the Democrats is to attack, to smear, to slander, to malign, usually falsely, because they don't care whether it's false or not. But the uh, then you say that um, that the other whistleblower, because they're like, oh, he's a Republican, right? They so he said this about Comey too. J. Edgar Comey, oh, he's a Republican, all evidence to the contrary, but uh, never mind that. And now they, uh, well, they want to smear the whistleblowers. So knowing that the media and the Democrats are going to smear, smear the whistleblowers and accuse them of being Republicans and therefore they're not telling the truth, uh, he preempts them, Senator Cruz does, uh, the, one of the smartest students that Alan Dershowitz ever had at Harvard Law School, but never mind that, can't be said of uh, Barack Obama. And... Um, that's actually established uh, reality with Alan Dershowitz, but never mind that. So, um, so he jumped in uh, when talking to the press, Ted Cruz, sir, uh, during an interview, and he said, the whistleblowers have, uh, as I've noted, have no reason. Uh, I have no reason. We have no reason to believe they're lying. One of them is a gay Democrat who's married to a man, he told the news media, meaning he's not a Republican. He's one of yours. He's not one of ours. So I know you're going to try to slander him and smear him, but just know going in that he's a Democrat and he's on Team Democrat, okay? So that's what he was doing. And then what does Newsweek do? They attack him for pointing it out, right? Because it's their job to point it out, not yours. They're the ones that point it out all day, every day in uh, kindergarten and first grade. He, uh, Ted Cruz said at the time, he said, both of them are career IRS employees. Neither of them have any indication that they're in any way, shape, or form Republican. Now, you see, that is the full context of what Ted Cruz said to Newsweek magazine. And, uh, and he said, and they've come over and risked their entire careers by coming over and calling out 
what appears to be a pattern of felonies, right, of felonies. But the people at Newsweek magazine take that and they turn it into this headline, Ted Cruz trusts Hunter Biden whistleblower because he's a, quote, gay Democrat, end quote. Sure, but that's not what happened. And Newsweek is a big, fat bunch of liars. And this typist there, Nick, is a big, fat liar for the Democrat Party. And Newsweek magazine pays him to be a big, fat liar for Newsweek magazine. Isn't that amazing? Now, let's go to, um, we've got Congressman James Comer, whose uh, committee is presiding over this. In the hearing this afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern time, with the two whistleblowers, we will learn the name of whistleblower X, and um, and when again when Ted Cruz because you know he's talking to Newsweek and they're like well you know but the we don't believe the whistleblowers because they're Republicans or something and they don't want any Republicans working for the federal government and the bureaucracy just Democrats because they need to own the bureaucracy and then you know the interagency process will take care of the rest. I always love when they talk about Washington D.C. where the decision was made. Um, on some major issue. And they say, well, it was they went through the interagency process, which means a bunch of nameless, faceless, drone-like bureaucrats, unelected, sitting in cubicles in Washington, D.C., made policy um, because that's the way the Democrats and the left like it. Right? Um, so here is uh, James Comer last night talking about today's upcoming hearing. Who is the person that ultimately determines whether or not crimes were committed uh, in the government? That would be what Whistleblower X did. We couldn't have a more credible witness. He's won every award that the IRS has ever presented to employees. But that doesn't matter because they must smear him, and that's what's happening all over the place. Not only are they smearing the whistleblowers, even the one they don't know about, they don't even know his name, um... But they're attacking the members of Congress to whom the whistleblowers have uh, blown the whistle, right? And uh, that is, that's new. I don't think I've seen that before. But it's not surprising. It's what they do. They destroy everything. They lay waste to everything. So the whistleblowers have come forward. The left must destroy them because they're afraid that the whistleblowers could destroy the Democrats. And naturally, their response is not to own up to anything, to take responsibility, to call for accountability, but to destroy the world to prevent the whistleblowers from coming forward. And again, two weeks ago, Ted Cruz uh, explains to Newsweek, no, 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 is that because, I mean, again, you got to see, and they didn't provide the transcript, Newsweek or anything, but he's explaining to them Uh, They are not Republicans. There is no reason to believe they're Republicans. One of them is a Democrat who's a gay man, who's married to a man. uh, And, you know, therefore, you guys can't hate him because, you know, then you'll be bigots, right? Kevin McCarthy came out and um, also had a comment on the whistleblower testimony this afternoon. Number one thing we want to do is actually bring justice. Time and again, we have showing the American public that if you are Biden Inc. family, you are treated different than the rest of America. That will not stand. We have showing and uh, different, I might say differently than the rest of America. Um, yeah, um, 
the Speaker of the House of Representatives. What are you going to do? But he's telling the truth, and that's uh, much more important, of course. James Gomer, Kevin McCarthy, the big hearing this afternoon. Uh, The Bidens ought to be in big trouble on all of this, but, you know, they have an army of media bootlicks uh, waiting to give them a tongue bath while attacking and stabbing the whistleblowers and the members of Congress to whom they have blown the whistle uh, like they're the villains of the story because our fourth estate is that corrupt. Uh, when do you hear CNN very excited that the special counsel in the Trump case got a sandwich and it was almost like it became a sexual orgy over at CNN? When do you hear this? Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. All right, we've got a uh, we've got a lot a lot to get to today, and a and a great piece in the Daily Signal today. I want to share with you from the Heritage Foundation: gaslighting. Joe Biden and the left manufacture their own villains. That's coming up. The whistleblowers are villains. The uh, members of Congress they went to are villains. If if you've got a problem with child porn in grammar schools, you're a villain. Not the people that put the child porn in. Grammar schools, they're not the villains. They're the heroes. Uh, I'll get to that. Uh, Right now, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to John calling from Greenville. What Greenville? Uh, John, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Thank you for taking my call. Just wanted to uh, add uh, a regrettable statistic to the ever-growing list of, of lives lost to Democrat policies. A police officer in uh, Alamogordo, uh, New Mexico, which is, as I'm sure you're aware, New Mexico is a state being ruined by Democrat policies as we speak. He was shot and killed uh, by a felon on Sunday. This felon had actually already been in a shootout with the police earlier this year, and a judge declared he wasn't a harm or an imminent danger to society and was released. And a police officer paid the price for that. Stupid decision. Well, and I mentioned uh, briefly a little while ago, John, that the state of Illinois has just gone statewide. No cash bail. No cash bail. Get the criminals back on the street as quickly as possible. And and uh, people, mostly young black males, will pay the price in Chicago. Uh, and then they'll scratch their heads and, and go to Subway. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen. 